we're talking, we're talking. Welcome to Nicholas's Cage. <laughs> Welcome. We have some problems with the cage this week, but yes, it's all good. This is a deep therapy Actually, session in the cage. We have problems in the cage every week. <laughs> so this week isn't really anything different. Are you in despair? But, da 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 da. Oh, wait, no. What's the song? We're talking about City of Angels, baby. In the in arms. The city of angels. In the arms of Nicolas Cage's sweet, sweet angel arms. In a place called the City of Angels. Uh, first of all, just before we even get into the movie, it's funny that they were like, angels are these perfect, everlasting beings. Let's cast Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody talks about his eyes in the movie and stuff, right? They're like, oh, his eyes. Those eyes, the way he looked right, right down into me. He doesn't blink. He doesn't blink, like, throughout the whole And it's movie. like, it's a lot of shots of just, like, looking at a normal scene, whatever, and then the camera pans to the shadows and Cage is just, like, staring. There was a scene where Meg Ryan was taking a bath and Nicolas Cage was just sat in the corner. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, spoiler alert, Meg Ryan's also in the movie. So those are the two big uh, names Meg Ryan, Nicolas Cage, and also, oh, what's his name? Andrea, Andre, Andre. Maybe it's Andre. It's probably Andre. <laughs> no, Andre Chikatilo. <laughs> yeah, and a surprise cameo <laughs> appearance by good old Andre Chikatilo. Andre Brower, um, he plays the, I don't know, sergeant guy in Brooklyn 919. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some people watch that. Um, other than they, uh, there, I feel like there was someone in there who was, oh, Nick Offerman was in it for a second from Parks and Recreation. Oh yeah. Briefly. Briefly. Yeah, he was, he was, um, this is, um, what happened to Meg Ryan anyway? Why is she, why didn't she act, act anymore? Um, because she fucked her face up. Yeah, she did fuck her face up. I'm looking at a picture of her right now and it is crazy. So then they're all pressured to get plastic surgery, and then obviously some of them are gonna get fucked. Yeah, I don't. Also, I don't understand like why at her height she always had the short hair. Like it was just too short. Like in this movie, it was was too short. She looks like she looks like a twelve-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, there was a scene in the movie where where it looked like (laughs) I thought it was a twelve-year-old boy. Um, Oh, here's an article actually. Quitting acting. She has quit acting. We said that she looked like Jack Black's son. She did. She had the same haircut as Jack Black's son. We will put a photo on our Instagram <laughs> at Cage Cage Pod of side by side Meg Ryan and Jack Black. Oh son. no, we can't make fun of a child. We can't. No, He's... we're not making fun of the child. We're making no fun because of Meg Ryan. we're saying that he looks like Meg Ryan. Okay, right? well, blur out his face and just show <laughs> just... the hair because the hair was very similar. Um, apparently, I've just found an article from E, uh, from last year, last summer. She has. She has a fish. She has a quit acting. Um, I'm definitely gonna put a picture of Meg Ryan on our Instagram at Cage Cage Pod because her face looks crazy. I don't know if anybody's seen that recently. Nora, um, that's what I want my face to look like when I'm older. <laughs> like like I just sharing wanna, needles. Yeah, I just want to like 
just fuck it up because like when you reach a certain age you don't have to you don't, you don't give a shit anymore you're like, I don't have to impress anyone yeah <clears throat> yeah but see i want to go the other way i just can't handle pain i couldn't deal with that i want to just look insane because aftercare. it's like if i've already got a husband oh or like he's dead and i don't want to get anyone that, else that weird cat lady i'm just gonna like dye my hair like pink or rainbow or whatever i'm yeah, gonna have like a big that. beehive yeah i'm gonna like have loads of plastic surgery and look like a cat or something <laughs> and i'm just gonna be one of those weirdos just like Me dancing too. in the street or like you know taking my cat for a walk some lady this old lady on the bus the other day stepped on my foot looked me straight in the eyeball and just kept walking (laughs) i can't wait to do that when i'm old she just looked me right in the face like what are you gonna do and then just kept on going am i being punished you know better than that my friend used to have was it no i think it was my friend her thing was that she used to go into the corner shops and like squish all the happy hippos. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like just break them That's so the next person me. that buys them opens them. I'm and just gonna all go to the shop and just squish. I used to do that crisps. when I when I found out about that. I did it for you. <laughs> Screw that person. <laughs> They're gonna have a squishy happy hippo. Good, good Kinder one. Buenos are good as well. Anything that like mushes good. good. No, because crisps are like it's it's not gonna affect the like experience, but like oh, with a chocolate, can't. it's like all gross and like yeah, melty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't eat that. It's, <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, let's see. Yeah, apparently she has Meg Ryan has quit acting. It doesn't really say why, but it says it's probably for the best. I didn't really aim. <laughs> rude. I didn't really aim to be an actor. She says, "quote I didn't really aim to be an actor. I was a." a journalism major at school and a curious person. And I wanted to go out back out into the world and figure out who I was and in relationship to things and other people in other environments, which sounds um, like a lot of words for I messed up my face (laughs) (laughs) and no one would hire me anymore. Well, anyway, um, speaking of a time back in way, way back to set your time, set your mind back to 1998 when Meg Ryan was still super, like the hottest thing on in Hollywood and Nicolas Cage does a little movie with her called City of Angels. I'm just going to do the overview quickly before we get into too much of it. I'm just reading this now off of Google. I have not read it before, so I'm sorry if it doesn't make any sense. Um, It says, this is the story of Seth Cage played by Cage, an angel who wanders the Los Angeles area invisible to humans. That was the other thing too. So, it's not just Los Angeles where there's angels. Yeah, it's like, like, do angels only exist? Yeah, that, 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 this is another movie where they like set up this weird fantastical premise, but don't give no, any rules. That's that's the one, that's the issue I have with the movie, like the biggest issue. That they don't answer any question? Like they don't there say? There's not a clear set of rules no. for how the angels... They needed like one scene, because Meg Ryan doesn't know, like Meg Ryan is an outsider just like us. They needed one scene where Nick Cage set her down and been like, so it works like this, you know. Well, what kind of messenger, like a bike messenger? No, I'm a messenger of God. Because it doesn't make any sense because it's like he can't touch people or interact with them, but he can like sit pick, on things and, and he pick picked, things up. Picked, so he picked up that book. Yeah. And he like, yeah, he picked up like a piece of fruit and like, yeah, is that floating in yeah. the air? Like what's going yeah. on? Yeah, is like, it invisible is... and floating? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, as the demise of an indip- individual approaches, C- Cage spends time near them and becomes visible while acting as... I'm sorry, I have a problem with seagulls at my home, so please ignore that. Um, I do not live near the sea. 
<laughs> I don't know why they're here. Um, uh, he spends time near them and becomes visible while acting as their traveling companion during their trip to the great hereafter. His discovery of distraught heart surgeon Maggie, played by Meg Ryan, inspires him to forego his immortality, oh, spoiler alert, and exist on Earth with her as a feeling and mortal entity. Featured song, Angel, by Sarah McLaughlin. Also, Google points out. Anyway, so yeah, basically, Cage is like this angel floating around, doing his angel stuff, hanging out with his pal. And then they always like hang around the hospital to like, I don't know, yeah, shuffle people off to the to the to the wherever other side or but that, that's a thing that's like that's another th- issue where it's like did the they rules... open the movie with a child dying yeah well, it's like the <laughs> rules don't make any sense what's your last name you know my last name no i don't plate seth plate so why like meg ryan can see them because she's so, around I, death a lot? i think so i think they did have a line that explained in the movie vaguely that i remember that like something where like she's around so much like life or death and like right on the line of people like dying then coming back blah 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 that she's more sensitive to whatever and yeah so basically what happens is cage is doing his thing at the hospital being around people and meg ryan there's this guy that's dying because she's a surgeon and she like sees cage I don't, does she actually? I mean, I don't know. Cage thinks that he's, she sees him anyway. And then he falls in love. He becomes obsessed with her because she... Actually, yeah. Let's not say falls in love. He does. He becomes very creepy and becomes immediately obsessed with her. While she doesn't know that he's there. Stalks her, yeah. And then at one point, he allows her to see him. So I guess that's a thing that they can do. Um, and... I don't he think he allows her, her. I think he's just like there and she's like... No, what the fuck? I can see. Where... You. Oh, maybe. He's just like, hello? And like... Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. There was. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in the hallway and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, you can see me. Um. Anyway, and then he kind of creeps her out. That doctor in the operating room, she looks right at me. This could have been a horror born. movie and, and a like, different rewrite. In, in, in the context of what's happening in the film, Meg Ryan should be freaked out. And she's uh, like, 100%. oh. It's the, the fucking same thing. And yeah. she's like, oh, he's so charming. Yep. I really love him. Yep. He, for some reason. Story of our lives. Can't help it. Can't help it with I hate it. I hate it so much. Basically, yeah. I mean, she does kind of get creeped out, I think, for a little bit when he's like, hey, by the way, I'm an angel. And she's like, what? What? And then she like runs away. And then um, anyway, spoiler alert that Alice called very early. This movie is very predictable. 1998, again, you know, this is an old movie. Um, so basically, again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen 1998 City of Angels and you're saving the ending, do not listen further. Um, but Cage... Uh, no, no, no. The bit before that, oh. you get you get established the weird rule that... Aha! Like, yes. That doesn't make any sense. Because he meets someone in the hospital who's dying and who can see him, not see him, but knows like he's around. And da-da-da-da-da, he knows that Cage is around and knows all this stuff because he was an angel too. And then he like explains to Cage that like, if you're an angel and you want to be back on Earth, all you have to do is like jump off of a building. You just have to like, well, I think I think he was like, you just have to make the decision that you want to not be, you know, yeah. Because I always thought they were like on two separate like planes, planes. of existence. And that like when they were talking about falling, I was like, oh, so like if you're up in mm. heaven, you're like falling back to mm. earth. 
but like he's literally just like yeah, you're an angel like why would the falling yeah i think it's a symbolic thing because like what if an angel who isn't in love with a woman just like trips and like yeah that's down. what i mean i think he like I think you, have to, you have to like have the decision you have to make the decision so then why doesn't every angel just like when you die like that's another thing that pisses me off is that they never explain if the angels are there because they are dead people yeah, or, they, if or they where they just came from there. because they because yeah because i the feeling i got was that they were not human that they were some other thing but then like how can they but then they're there with the child that was dead yeah. and then becomes an angel yeah. so it's like no no, so- no no she doesn't remember because she she asked if she could and he said no because i don't because humans can't because that's why i think they're different so none of the angels anyway, this were is dead a lot humans. of this is also a lot of logic to put into a romantic comedy like this <laughs> it's not a romantic or a comedy like <laughs> neither of those things there's a lot of was. like slow romantic music as cage it's like a tense, smiles it's like a tense psychological like it's not, horror it's not I feel. Meant to be, but written as a romantic comedy but packaged as a romantic comedy well did you use my pager because i usually don't get my messages unless you beat me you've definitely been beeped yeah so basically like cage is in love with meg ryan and this guy tells him you know uh even angels have free will and if you make the decision to just not be an angel anymore and whatever so cage does that and becomes human and he goes to Meg Ryan and he confesses his love. And she's like, you know what? I don't think you're creepy. I love you too. And they go and have their weird sex scene that we had to watch. Of the many weird sex scenes that we've had to watch with Nicolas Cage in it. And then they're like having a great day. Meg Ryan gets up. She's going to go get. You know what I'm going to do on this the first day of the rest of my, of my life? life? I'm going to go get. What did she go get? She's, she's like, I'm going to go bike riding with my eyes closed. <laughs> No, she did. She didn't say that. She goes to the sh- a shop or something on her bike, and there's a scene where she's just like she's so over- overcome by bliss and love that she just like puts her head back, closes her eyes on on a on a main road, uh, on a bike, and of course is immediately run over by a truck and dies. Um, yeah, and it was, it's a weird death scene as well because. Nick Cage is supposedly human at this point, but I guess he's so in tune with the woman he loves that he immediately knows that she's been hit by a truck by like sense. And so he's just like running and and just finds her. Yeah. And then literally she like dies in his arms by some trees. She's dying and he's just, he's he's a human now. He's not an angel anymore. And he knows where she is because of write the script for some reason. Yeah. So the movie ends with, you know, Cage, this angel, giving up his eternal angel life for a woman who then immediately dies after they get together. And in the ending, this is the, this comes this is where the romantic comedy co- part co- comes on. Ironic that she died. That's the comedy part. The romantic part is at the end when Cage said, you know, it was all worth it. It was just just for one one moment with her. It was all worth it. I would rather have had one breath of her hair, one kiss of her mouth, one touch of her hand, than an eternity without it. One. Also, also, do you remember she asks him what it was like to have sex and he was like, warm. 
yeah this movie is not romantic i do have a soft spot soft spot in my heart for this movie because i think this may have even been the first Nicolas cage movie i ever saw seriously i saw this probably when i was like 12 or 13 on it was just on tv i was flipping channels and i watched some of it Mm, yeah see i yeah I think this is the first movie I remember watching Cajun. And I think I remember kind of liking it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I was young then. I knew I didn't know any better. Um, I don't know something about the plot. I just thought was funny. Also, I think it kind of reminded me of um, what's the Brad Pitt one. Meet Joe Black, which I really like that movie. But he's the angel of death, not just an angel. They kind of hint that they hint that God exists. He's like, why did he do this to me? But it's like then show me the devil that's what <laughs> that's why show me it's satan like you're, you're implying that these things are real it's yeah yeah so show me also they can like time they can travel like at the speed of thought like why aren't they like oh, yeah. flying around and like what does doing that cool even shit? mean travel at the speed of thought i don't know but it's just like they'd always i don't know that was like, an actual line from the movie um so this I movie wanted was... to see nick cage floating around yeah no there was no no cage floating. there was no flying no in an angel no movie. yeah it's true. I mean, they were in tall places and stuff like that, but you didn't see them get up there. They were just there. Yeah. Very upsetting. Um, when I was looking through uh, this movie, apparently it's uh, loosely based off of a previous movie from 1987. And just reading the overview of this movie, it does sound on paper very similar. But I think in in action, they're both they're like the old one is is much much better. So Wings of Desire is, is the movie that it's based on. It says, uh, like, two angels gliding through the streets of Berlin. One of them falls in love with the trapeze artist. The angel longs to experience life in the physical world. Um, because this is, like, a weird German film, I guess. Um, yeah, and that he might be able to take human form. Um, but this has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, while uh city of angels has a 58 (laughs) percent so i think i think wings of desire is probably much better oh this is actually i'm sorry this is not listed as a romantic comedy this is listed as drama slash fantasy so you're right alice it's my bad Ooh, i just saw just quickly saw a (laughs) a picture of this movie that just has a thing over it that just says worst movie of all time (laughs) The Hunt for the Worst Movie of All Time, City of Angels. This is a s- article. Again, I am woefully underprepared and I'm just looking up stuff as we're talking. Um, I've just stumbled across an article from Stereogum.com uh, that says The Hunt for the Worst Movie of All Time, City of Angels by Gabe Delahaye. Delahaye. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Gabe. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so it's an American remake of the of Wings of Desire, a German movie uh, by director Wim Wenders. <laughs> I'm Wim. Wim Wenders, and I made Wings of Desire. <laughs> um, Wings of Desire is great. City of Angels is not. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of Goo Goo Dolls in this movie. Actually, I will say that for nineteen a movie from nineteen ninety eight. Uh, the soundtrack was really bad. Yeah, like, I hate the soundtrack. Sarah McLaughlin, Goo Goo Dolls. I can't see you, but I know you're there. How am I supposed to find this endearing? No, I don't know. But that's, to be fair, that's a lot of Cage's roles. And that's what I don't understand about, like, 
hardcore Christians, not to offend anyone out there. I'm, I hope we do, do offend whatever. you. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, <laughs> do everyone. I got nothing wrong. Right? Hot but, take from Alice. But mm. with, with you are an angel believing Christian, you think that there are like angels everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I've met people like okay, that okay. are like, you know, guardian angel that yeah, follows yeah, yeah. me around all the time. Sure, sure. Like, how do you live your fucking life thinking that there's like, like, what about like, why aren't you creeped out? What about yeah? Why yeah. are you creeped out? Like yeah. when you're like jerking off, do you like, you know, look and look around your shoulder? All right, like, Billy, you watching like, this? Who's who's fucking here, man? Or like, you know, you're taking a shit and you're like, I hope like look away, like <laughs> look away. What's what going on here? Like, Don't when are they watching me. you? Or when are they not watching you? You I know? know, it's like Santa Claus. It's, and the fact that like you're just told that that's normal and like it's fine, and it's like you just got to deal with like people watching you all the time it is like god watching you now that's why you're never allowed to do anything wrong because they're watching you that's the weird thing too or just like watch me do wrong shit like i'm a human okay like you gotta see me do diarrhea myself you know (laughs) apparently alice is often diarrheaing herself (laughs) (laughs) if this is her main concern (laughs) um i just don't want to live a life in fear that someone's watching me all the time it's fucking terrifying it is terrifying and this film is presenting it and the whole as a like as a romantic nice cool not like christianity in general they'll present it as like you know it's romantic you know there's someone always watching you but then when people would tell that to me i'm like that's fucking creepy Creepy. and that film highlights it where it's like it's so romantic no it's terrifying no it's like ghost though too to be fair it's terrible yeah it's just like it's creepy it's like just let me make my pottery don't touch me Weird yeah, it's ghost like if man. a ghost touches me, I'm like, ugh, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm not like, oh, let's have sex with the ghost. Yeah, like, I, I know, it's like ghost. Um, although, ghost was... Oh, All right. <laughs> All right, Anna Nicole Smith. I'm pretty sure she said that she has. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm pretty sure there's a TV show. Oh, if there isn't, there needs to be about people who think they have had sex with ghosts. I'm pretty sure it's there is. Cold. I'm pretty sure it's on Channel 4. <laughs> Sounds like something that would be on Channel 4. Anyway, um, just quickly um, for the movie. So it was actually written by, I'm sorry to say this. I am sorry to say this. I might cut this out. Who, why? Who's it written by? Because it was very bad and very like weepy melodrama. It was written by a woman. So women, some women are shit writers. I know, I know. But it's like, this is why, this is (laughs) what... This movie is why they won't let women do anything in Hollywood. Obviously, this was written by a woman because it sounds like I can imagine the woman that wrote it as well. She's a middle-aged Christian, Christian mom yeah. with like short blonde hair that looks like Meg Ryan hair, right? Right. And she's got like her dream catchers in her room, and she goes and she, you know, dream catchers. has her like, <laughs> like fucking live life love like, right. sign. <laughs> In, uh, like, over her bedroom wall when i moved in once with someone at uni when i was in uni and she's put put that out took that out and put it on the wall i was like oh no so i can imagine and she watches touched by an angel yes and she you know that's the woman who wrote this movie yeah dana stevens sorry dana it looks like she hasn't really done too much since then oh no she created um something called a 2013 film called reckless that i've never heard of Anyway, um, and then it was directed by Brad Silberling, who has done what? Let's see. Filmography. Oh, he did Casper. I 
love that movie. Uh, a Friendly Ghost. 1990. Oh, wait, no. This isn't the good Casper, is it? Is this the one with the cute, the cute Casper? Remember, there's the really cute Casper. Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich. If you look at them, <laughs> they're drawn exactly the same. Yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. Well, anyway. They did, he did in the 1995 Casper. He did Lemony Snicket in 2004. Uh, this guy's not got a good record. He did. I don't trust any of these people. An Ordinary Man. Oh, wait. No, that's not the one I was thinking of. Um, Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, Ten Items or Less. And Some weird movie with, with Morgan Freeman. Wash. <laughs> like. Let the boar watch. Anyway, um, he's also done like a bunch of he's uh directed a bunch of uh TV sh- programs, um. So yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, not a friend, Brad. Sorry. Um, what else? What was I looking for? I wanted to see how much it made. Okay, the budget was fifty-five million. That's an insane budget for a film. I thought it would honestly be buildings. more. To be perfectly honest with you, really, I thought it would at least be closer to a hundred. Yeah. But they're literally just, I mean, they do stand on top of a large Yeah, but this is like a big, at one point. big Hollywood movie. But there's no special effects. There's no like Well, there is anything. in terms of the like being them, yeah, them being on tall buildings and stuff. But I well, that's not special like effects. It's literally screen, just, no, that was, I felt they like they were actually just, put them they were there. on the building. No, that's why it was, no, yeah. No, 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 no. All right, maybe not. Um, let's see. Uh, but yeah, so budget was 55 million and the box office was 198 million so it made some dollars dollars money uh, uh <laughs> wait what who when producer oh oh apparently the producer don Steele um saw potential for more story ideas in the original movie the um Wings of Desire. Uh, da, 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 da. She recruited the screenwriter. Um, the ending was altered, apparently, to a more tragic effect. So I guess in the original, the girl doesn't die. Um, but apparently, um, the producer, Don Steele, died right before the premiere. So the movie was dedicated to her. R.I.P. Don. Sorry, but this was a bad movie. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, no, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Um, no date. It was nominated for several awards. It says. Do you know what her last words were? I shouldn't have made that movie. No, it was. <laughs> this movie is good. I swear on my grave. <laughs> this is mentioned that. Um. Okay, so it says originally the director envisioned employing novice actors in the lead roles. But acknowledged performers with the level of recognition, this is all from Wikipedia, by the way, of Cage and Meg Ryan would attract support for the production. So I guess they thought, you know, big names would make people come and see it. Um, (laughs) So this was right after, excuse me, this was right after Cage's sort of big, you know, um, big action movies that he was doing. So it says Cage was eager to star in a more profound film. (laughs) Profound. (laughs) When he received the screenplay. (laughs) He agreed to accept the role, noting the spiritual issues in the story and the impact it had on him, but not elaborating on his own beliefs. Ryan also agreed to accept the role, remarking, I don't know if angels are floating around, but the idea 
that there's a guiding force is something I embrace. Um, what? Okay. K- okay. Cage said that with his role, he had to switch from his regular methods of constant movements to trying to be effective while often still. He was, this is the most still he's ever been. He remarks, there's no cage freak out in this movie. He remarked on having to adopt the mindset of a child and act impressed by commonplace experiences such as feeling rain or sunlight. That's what's disgusting about the sex scene because he's acting as a child, like having sex. Yes. It's horrible. It's, it's, yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a uh, oh, here's a answer to some of your um, questions about special effects. The falling scene was partially shot at the Los Angeles Bank of America while Cage was placed on a moving rig over a blue screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the characters are not physical beings, so I don't know. What are they then? I don't know. Um, the soundtrack debuted at number 23 on the Billboard 200 chart in 1998. It's two singles. That, so Iris is, is in this, Cougar Dolls, and Alanis Morissette's Uninvited, uh, uninvited sorry, were released to U.S. radio in March. Um, they were obviously very big songs. Well, they made four. The Cougar Dolls, that, that, I, that song. Look, music author John Brainy wrote that Resnick's c- composition in Iris. Uh, wait, no. Wait. Oh, here we go. While composing Iris for the film, songwriter John Resnick. Resnick. I don't know. I, I don't fuck with the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, described feeling inspired to write the lyrics from the point of view of a character rather than his own voice. How does that song go again? That's like the really popular Goo Goo Dolls song. What, how does it go again? <laughs> Oh, here's a quote about it. Okay. Um, Iris is a power ballad. Da, 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 da. Explain how he wrote the song. Quote. This is a quote from John Resnick. I was thinking about the situation of Nicholas, of the Nicholas Cage character in the movie. This guy is completely willing to give up his own immortality just to be able to feel something very human. And I think, wow, what an amazing thing it must be like to love someone so much that you give up everything to be with them. That's a pretty heavy thought. <laughs> That's a pretty heavy thought, man. <clears throat> Someone's yelling at us while listening to this of, of how the song goes, but I can't, I can't like it goes, picture it. It goes. Don't. I know what you're going to sing. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know what I'm going to sing. You always sing. What do I always sing? Beep, beep, boo, boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I expected you to say. Um, so it says, uh, we always mention Ebert. Ebert gave it three stars, saying Meg Ryan was at her best here. Actually, to be fair, she was pretty good in the movie. Anyway, so yeah. City of Angels is what we watched this week. You guys can, well, the five people that listen to us may have be able to tell that our format has changed a little bit, where I'm not talking so much about, you know, a specific story to go with whatever the movie. That is, one, because I have been busy and I'm not preparing well. And also, two, because I am running out of ideas. <laughs> so I've kind of painted myself a little bit into a corner. So who knows what, what shape these episodes will take in the future. Well, they'll just be movie reviews. But they will, yeah, they will, they will. We'll do bits. We'll do comedy. We'll do bits. Maybe we'll act out some of the scenes. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's, this is a morphing thing, you know. There's only 10 people that listen to us. It's not, like, a big deal. So we're just kind of rolling and. 
think of this as like public speaking practice. Oh yeah. Like we're not in public though. No, but like one day. We are in public. We're. Yeah, true. Be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, practice. Yeah. Be podcast, Alice. Yeah. Podcast, Alice. Um, this uh, we are actually um publicly publicly speaking. We're just on the street right now. <laughs> just could you imagine if I had set everything up just on the sidewalk? Actually, where I live, people would be like, "Yeah, right." People would probably try to steal my stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, watch the movie if you want. If you like movies about angels, I think you should watch Meet Joe Black instead with Brad Pitt. That's a better '90s movie about an angel. I think you should watch um, Freddy Got Fingered instead. Okay. I think that's a better well, that was actually that was probably around the same time, 1998. Yeah, I'll see that instead. Okay. Well, that's what Alice would have been doing. If that's she was... what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was a small baby at the time. <laughs> you know. Crawling, <laughs> crawling to Freddie Got Fingered. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, make sure to follow us on at Cage Cage Pod. Oh, also thank you to Rachel, and I'm gonna post um just like a picture about her her zine. And I'm going to post um, just like a picture of the cover or something like that on our Instagram. So make sure to check that out. She was very nice about it. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, at Cage Cage Pod, make sure to rate, no, subscribe and review um, and tell your people. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any corrections I had from last week. Probably. But I've forgotten them. So anyway, until next week. In the arms of the What's that like? What's it taste like? Describe it like Hemingway. Well, it tastes like um, <laughs> a pear.